0: Hello, friends. Welcome to episode 1055 of the Lots on Hawks podcast. I am your host, Brad Rowland, coming to you on a Thursday evening into Friday. And today's podcast is actually kind of a part one of two. I'm dropping two shows at the exact same time. This one is the News and Notes edition, focusing on Lou Williams and Sharif Cooper. And then in part two of sorts, we have Brian Schroeder on the podcast talking about Summer League, a little bit of a preview there of the guys on the Hawks roster, plus Jalen Johnson and Sharif Cooper thoughts. And that's on the feed as we speak. So check that out as well. And that's episode number one zero five six all right with that out of the way we'll dive in now to the biggest news of the day and that's Lou Williams returning to the Hawks on a reported one-year five million dollar contract Sham Sarania Mike Scotto and others reporting that and confirmed by multiple sources after the fact Um, Scotto actually reported that Williams chose Atlanta despite significant interest the way that he said it from the Lakers Warriors and the Bucks and because the Hawks had Lou's full bird rights they didn't actually actually have to use an exception to sign him even while over the cap and by the way Because of the way this all works with bird rights, Lou's gonna have an implicit no trade clause for next season. Because if he loses, if he gets traded, he basically loses his bird rights, and that allows him to veto any deal. I think that's probably implied that he won't get traded because he's probably signing out to stay in Atlanta, all that fun stuff, but he is not allowed to be dealt for any reason if he uh, does not want to be traded next season. We'll come back to the money stuff in a second, but in terms of the player, obviously Lou provides some depth in the backcourt, the three-time Sixth Man of the Year, and has uh, obviously been good for a very, very long time. He's past his prime at this point, Lou will be 35 in October, but he still can get buckets. We saw that in the playoffs even. A couple of really important like quarters and halves in the playoffs to help the Hawks get going offensively. The flashes are real, and if nothing else, gives him another shot creator off the bench. Consistency is not going to be the same as it used to be for Lou. Um, that's okay when it's a cheap one-year contract and you have other options as well that can kind of play the temperature on Lou if he has it one night you can ride him if he doesn't have it like if it's a day game or back to back you should give him that off all that fun stuff and there's a little bit of extra wiggle room there with some depth on the roster defensively it's going to be a challenge always but he actually fits pretty well actually with uh, Delon Wright I'll second you into the, what they wanted to do that and then, of course you would stop Troy Young so not a whole lot of pressure on Lou this time around and because of the commitment to him a one year deal at a modest price and other guys on the roster they don't have to play Lou every night particularly with Wright coming and uh, the depth they have and Trey Young. Uh, Lou is from Atlanta, of course, and seemed to really enjoy being back home and playing with the team last year. He provides that vet leadership that the Hawks definitely want, him along with Solomon Hill, as both well, guys are going to be returning for next year. And particularly, Wu, Um the coaching staff and Onyeka all kind of praise Lou for his work with Akongwu, sort of integrating him both on and off the court. So that's definitely something to uh, focus on as well. That little bit of an extra emphasis on him coming back. Um, on the money front again, It'll be interesting to see what the John Collins structure is, uh, and that may, that might seem strange to bring up now, but um, because of the way that Collins' deal could be structured, either go, you know starting high and going down, or flat twenty-five per season, or maybe starting low and going high, um, you throw in Lou for five million dollars, you're getting close to luxury tax, and that's not exact, for me anyway. I don't care about that, but if the Hawks are trying to avoid the luxury tax, and they probably are, in my estimation, they probably have to at least be careful as they get closer here. Like for instance, if you started. Collins at the max that he could start. And with Lou on the team at $5 million, it'd be over the tax. So we'll see what that is in the near future when the college details are out and available. And there is some likely and unlikely bonus stuff with Capella and also DeLon Wright. I won't bore you with all of that stuff for now, but the numbers will not be clear until we know all the details between Gorgie Jang and his contract and Collins structure and all of that stuff. But for now, um, it might get tight with regard to the... Tax if they want to be concerned with that. But regardless, for me, the overarching thought here on Lou Williams is they have another guy that they can trust. Nate McMillan always likes Lou Williams, talked about that a lot. A veteran, a guy who brings upside off the bench, who uh, you don't have to play a ton of minutes to because um, as we'll get into a lot in the coming days, the Hawks are very, very, very deep. And that's a good thing by any stretch because last year, as we saw, injuries played such a big part on last year's roster that their depth kind of allowed them to sustain a solid level of play because a lot of teams would have just crumbled with all the injuries the Hawks had last year. So having even more depth this time around is huge, and Luke coming back as a third or fourth guard is a uh, pretty solid if business if you can get it, and I think he will help them at some point next season. Uh, before we get to the rest of the podcast, and the rest of the news on today's show, a word from our sponsors on the podcast today, and the first of which is betonline.ag. The offseason is here for the Atlanta Hawks in full force, but Bet Online is still the fastest and the easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Baseball season is still in full swing at this point in time. You can track all the action, though, at Bet Online and beyond baseball. There is all kinds of interest from sport to sport, entertainment, and much more. Get all the latest news, the odds, and the information for all of your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, UFC, MMA, golf, tennis, auto racing, F1. All that fun stuff, you can find it all at BetOnline, and on top of that, you have odds boosters, entertainment bets, the works, you can find it all in one place. Before the next pitch, dribble, or pass, head over to the BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prepare for their run to their respective playoffs. Head to the website right now, or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit if you use the promo code LOCKEDON. 50% extra cash if you use the promo code LOCKEDON when you sign up at betonline.ag. Check it all out in one place, your best place to find all the sports action, the fastest, easiest, and best. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Today's podcast is also brought to you by the good folks at BillBar. With Bilt Bar, there are so many delicious flavors that there's always something for everyone, and honestly, it's difficult to pick just one. If you talk to a Bilt Bar fan, they're always passionate about their favorites, but for me, I have more than one, quite frankly. If you don't know all the Bilt Bar flavors at this point in time, you're absolutely missing out. They have coconut, they have cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, German chocolate, and my personal favorite has to be cookies and cream. It's been that way for a long time, but even with my affection for cookies and cream, there are other options that are honestly just about as good and really they're fantastic for everyone that enjoys built bar in addition to being extremely tasty and built bar is extremely tasty they're also very very healthy they have 17 to 18 grams of protein. The calorie range is 130 to 180. They only have four or five grams of sugar, and they only have four or five grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors all the way across the board. They're all tasty, and they're all healthy. If you order today, they get the grass popper cookie or the raspberry or whatever you like. And if you go to built.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON, you're 15% off your order with Bilt Bar. Use the promo code LOCKEDON, 15% off at built.com. All right, so elsewhere on Thursday, the Hawks announced the signings of both Jalen Johnson and Sharif Cooper. Um, no surprises necessarily, but uh, you know a couple of notable things here. Johnson's contract, a little bit more straight ahead. He's on the rookie scale deal as a first-round pick. That's locked in. He'll make about $2.6 million this season as the 20th pick in the draft. And as always for first-round picks, the first two years are guaranteed. Year three and year four are team options. that have to be decided a year ahead of time. So keep that all in mind with Johnson. But, you know, Generally, great value on first-round picks. that are locked into that price. He's uh, he's very cheap at less, th- less than three million dollars. So, and he's now officially signed as they're already in Las Vegas practicing with the summer league roster. Elsewhere, though, Sharif Cooper's deal is a two-way contract. I actually stumbled on this a little bit before they announced it because it was on the transaction portal of the NBA. And before we dive into the ramifications, the two-way rules are a little bit different next year. Um, you know, two years ago, there were one thing. Last year with the pandemic, they, they loosened them and guys were with the team the entire season. There were basically no rules, essentially, with the two-way guys last year. This year, it's something in the middle, basically. So um, two-way guys cannot be on the active roster for as many as 50 games, that's the, that's the max, um, while you're on a two-way, that you could actually be active for a game. That's a, that's a crucial point because there's no limit on practices or workouts, which is different than the pre-pandemic seasons where you actually had a limit on days instead of games. So guys had to kind of you know, practice in one spot and then go to another, and there was limits on all that stuff and sort of accounting system. This time around, it's only the games. Um, 50 active appearances, which means you can actually be in the building and be inactive sometimes, but 50, 50 max active games on a two-way for one season. And people ask this a lot today. Cooper can still be activated or at least converted to a full-season contract during the year, but the Hawks have to have an open roster spot in order to do that. Now, they could do that with a trade or with a release, or they could just take an open spot into the season. That's also allowed. But they have to have something that's... um, I would say an exception cap wise to sign them to anything more than the minimum. If it's the minimum, you can can just convert a guy. If you have an open roster spot, if they want to lock him up long-term for more than the minimum, they have to have something available. That's like probably this part of the, at least a small part of the MLE as an option there. Um, That, that that, that does carry over if they have not used it to that point in time, it's a full season um, exception, but they have to have the roster spot regardless. And also I think that, you know, this is sort of a way to get long-term value. If you can get a team-friendly agreement if you can find, if you use the MLE. But with the two-way, this is uh definitely new territory for Treve Cooper. Also, he'll be restricted free agent after the end of the, at the end of this season if he's not converted. As long as the Hawks give him the qualifying offer, I call that the scholar maze. Now, after last year, a two-way deal, they offered another one, and uh, now that's why he's restricted. So no, no risk of him getting away without being able to match it um for the Hawks there. And you know, last year essentially there was. Two types of two-way guys for the Hawks. You had Mays and Nathan Knight. Knight, they didn't offer a qualifying offer. He ended up leaving. Mays, they wanted to keep around, so they offered him the restricted free agency. Um, we'll see what happens now with Scholar. He's still unsigned, but they least have this match rights on him. And also, the last thing here is that, the in terms of the structure of two-ways this year, is that two-way guys cannot play in the playoffs. Last year, that rule did not exist, so guys like ne- like Knight and Mays were able to play, uh, I would say mostly in garbage time, but they were able to play in the playoffs. Um, this year, that's not the case. Uh, either you're on a two-way and you're ineligible, or you've been converted and you can play. But if you're still on a two-way at the end of the season, you're not eligible for the playoffs, keep that in mind as well. Now, with Cooper... Um, not on a guaranteed contract, but with Lou Williams on a, guaranteed, on, a, on a guaranteed deal. And also Solomon Hill was announced on Thursday, which strongly implies that it's a minimum contract. I assume that, I think everyone did, but the only deals that can be announced during the moratorium, which still exists right now as I'm recording this, are minimums. So that uh, would certainly imply that Solomon Hill's deal is a minimum. But regardless, you put Sharif in the two-way slot, they have 15 of the 17 spots overall. That's 15 roster spots and two two-ways are now filled. At least if you account for the Delon Wright and Gorgie Jang and Lou Williams, um, Solomon Hill, all the all of the reported and announced moves. But only fourteen are guaranteed full roster contracts. they, they do have an open an open roster spot right now. That could be Skylar Mays. That could be no one. That could be someone else somebody else outside the organization. Um, same thing with a two-way contract. That could be that could be Skylar Mays, could be outside the organization. But they do have a little bit of flexibility, but certainly the roster looks like it could look for the most part when the season starts. Now, they could make trades still. There's always that flexibility. But for now, it looks more and more like this team is getting closer to its fully formed self. Um, And yeah, Mays is a swing guy. But again, they have 15 players under contract out of the 17 spots that they actually have available. And uh, that is not counting Skylar Mays, who could be number 16 of 17. So not a ton of flexibility here unless they make trades. Not a bad thing, but just sort of an early offseason. And it's August 5th as I record this. I mean, it's pretty darn early for the Hawks to be like tidying up. They're offseason, but certainly it could be possible at this point. Long story short, the Cooper deal on a two way is pretty team friendly in my view. Now, it's not like unbelievably team friendly um, in the fact that I would have preferred, again, a three or four year deal that's like that hinky special, non guaranteed kind of contract. But frankly, um, on the team side, a two way deal for Shreve Cooper is a good outcome. Um, for the player, Uh, If you're a big Cooper fan that's like less of a Hawks fan, more of a Cooper fan, I think you're probably not exactly thrilled right now because Shreve Cooper, in my mind, was a first-round pick in this class. For him to go all the way to 48 and then end up in a two-way is a pretty big drop-off. Still... Um, He'll have the opportunity at some point to prove his worth, hopefully, and uh, on the Hawks side, again, it's a pretty favorable deal to wear a two-way, and then you can maybe get him cheaper for next year and all that fun stuff, so uh, not a bad result for the Hawks by any means, but not the one that I would have necessarily drawn up, but now we know, and it's official, and uh, we'll leave it there for now. All right, before we uh, sign off here, I I want to remind you that, uh, number one, summer league begins on Sunday, and... Sort of to that end, there's that part two of sorts on the podcast feed right now with Brian Schroeder. We talked about Jalen Johnson and Sharif Cooper and Summer League overall. Brian's very smart about the draft and guys like the guys all over Summer League, so that's definitely a good listen. we're dropping at the same time because I want to give you guys as much time to prepare for Summer League as possible. The Hawks open up on Sunday, so keep that all in mind. I'll be in attendance in Las Vegas. I have plenty to talk about from there. Please subscribe to the podcast, check out part two, and we'll see you next time.